In today's world, we're always told to just be ourselves. But when we are ourselves, we're deemed as either weird, creepy, or even strange. And let's be honest, we're all a little weird. So how can we truly be ourselves when we're trying to be normal? Well, on today's episode, we're taking a look at a character who struggles with that very idea of what it means to be special and what exactly makes you special. And that character is the main character of Mob Psycho 100, Shigeo Kageyama. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Nate, and you're listening to The Otaku Liberation, a show where we help you break the chains that are holding you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles with themes from your favorite anime. And without further ado, we're going to get right on into it. So, Shigeo Kageyama, or Mob, as most, pretty much everybody in the series calls him, and from here on out, I'm going to say Shigeo or Mob pretty interchangeably, and just know that it's the same character. Um... Mob is a very interesting, interesting character, and he's not the typical, you know, prepubescent main male character who's always crying and just whining about either having the powers, not having the powers, having to defeat the anime, whatever the case is. And again, you watch enough anime, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mob is the almost the exact opposite of it in the sense that he doesn't really have much emotions and for a reason i'm going to get into it's because he chose to essentially seal them off right and to hold himself back which inadvertently holds holds back what other people seem to think makes him special all right and throughout the whole series pretty much the whole series is about mobs growth and how he goes from viewing his psychic powers as a burden and as a possible liability to fully accepting them as a part of him and and everything that comes with it right and to really understand i'm gonna break down shigeo's just journey or aspects of himself in a, in a couple of points. But before I get into that, for today's verse, it's going to be Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. Then we will no longer be little children tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching, by human cunning with cleverness and the techniques of deceit. So the way I look at it is that we, once we come to realize, again, whose we are, right? Because you know, we're we're gods we were made in his image we were made for a purpose and once you not just know that but truly believe that then we're not going to be defined by what other people say we are right or but you're not going to be who other people say we are uh and i'm not talking about people who truly care about you who want to speak goodness over your life and speak good things for you uh, but I'm, what I'm saying is you're not taking everything everyone says to heart. Like if somebody says you're ugly, you know, don't just believe that you're ugly just because somebody decided to be mean. You know, really, we have to learn how to filter those things and we filter it through God's lens and not our earthly lens. Because, again, we're all flawed. 
right? I don't see how somebody else who's just as flawed as I am in whatever aspect is going to judge me and for what I've done, right? You know, or for who I am. It's just, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm just not going to deal with it. So that's the main point I want you guys to kind of get out of that and kind of that's what I'm using as a jumping off point for the first point. So Shigeo or Ma, he has a, a sense of selflessness and a very forgiving heart. And he constantly forgives his opponents and even tormentors. I'm talking uh, Keiji, Teruki, even even his little brother Ritsu at one point tried to be his enemy. And every time Mob decided that, hey, you know, it's OK. No matter what they're doing to me, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to forgive them anyway. And, you know, because we're always told to turn the other cheek when wrong is done to us or to our to our loved ones. But this is a much, much, much more difficult task than we realize, or at least what I realize, because I know I have a tendency to get angry relatively quickly. Uh, I like to think I've calmed down or mellowed out more over the years, but I was always quick to just to, to take it there, especially if someone does something to somebody that I care about. And I know a lot of people can you guys can relate to that. Right. When somebody somebody messes with you, it's one thing. But when they start bringing in little sis, little bro, you know, mom or dad, you know, your best friend, then it, 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 it turns it turns the switch, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but looking at mob mob all always pretty much every time takes the high road and decides to not to not retaliate to not give in to the very human nature of you know lashing back but i have to add, but the one question i have to ask when i was watching this and the question i'm gonna pose to you is how much is too much when do you go from being meek you know kind meek to gullible like mob because mob took this point to the extreme to the fact that he would just listen to anything reagan said and reagan is a con man at at heart and mob would just take everything that everyone said to him at face value which is not the right approach because again we're all flawed human beings and some people they just they just do wrong because they want to do wrong right and back to the whole filter filter through god's lens right you we have to be able to see people for who they are not what we want them to be and in mob's case he always saw people for what he believed they could be right which again that's not a bad thing i don't want you to think that seeing people for the potential or seeing the potential you uh in other people and wanting the best for them and believing the best for them that's not a bad thing but at the end of the day we have to be able to see the truth of what it is right now in this current moment because just just because they have the potential for great good doesn't mean they don't have the potential for great bad either so we have to be able to see and discern that and not just within other people also within ourselves Right. It's kind of part of that kind of whole self-reflection is just being able to to put yourself through that filter. 
and honestly from from my even though this was it it was a little too much on the goody goody side that left him gullible it does showcase his ability to just recognize the impact of forgiveness on his own well-being and the importance of letting go of negative emotions and again part of this ties back into the whole incident with uh with ritsu back when they were younger so the, the whole reason why mob decided to hold back his powers, hold back his emotions is because uh, one day when they were younger, I mean, like much, much younger, uh, Ritsu was getting picked on by these just neighborhood bullies and Mob stepped in to try to you know, protect him as a, as a older sibling should. And the bullies turned and they, they essentially just bullied they started bullying both of them. Well, Mob at the time let his emotions you know, run high, run to the hundred percent, and he his powers went out of control. He ended up injuring pretty much everybody there, including Ritsu, and that moment scarred him so deeply that he vowed he would never use his powers like that again. And whether intentionally or unintentionally, he essentially turned off his emotions, and in doing so, it opened him up to these all these other problems that the later are going to plague him later on. But throughout the story, he does learn to forgive himself for what happened and just recognize that, okay, these powers are a part of me. What happened happened, but Ritsu's okay. He he's, you know, eventually they reconcile and Ritsu's able to move past that incident as well. But the biggest thing for Ma was just letting go of the guilt of just feeling responsible and i know that's something that's hard for us to do is to let ourselves off the hook for something that we that we've done or something that we we see as bad i mean other people may not see it as bad or see it as an as an issue but to us is a it can be a very big issue and we since so we, if we hold ourselves to too high of a, of a standard, you know, we're trying to reach for God level perfection, even though we're just as flawed as everybody else, then the disappointments feel that much worse, right? They feel that much more intense and it can lead us to making rash decisions such as, you know, turning off your emotions, if that's even possible or, you know, things like that. So the biggest point I want I want you guys to get out of this is just being able to let go of your negative emotions. I mean, feel them. They're going to come. You can't stop it, but don't hold on to them and don't ignore them either. We just let them go process them as you need to. And then, and then just move on. Right. Just move on. So the next point, a point of growth for mob is the recognition of the joys in the world. So, <laughs> oh man even after being tormented for six months in a dream world mob was able to see the good in it the good in it and to put put it in, into perspective right so mob went against this evil spirit uh, named KG, who honestly is probably the strongest evil spirit we see in the entire series and mob was trying to stop him from possessing this girl or to get him out of the girl he was already possessing. And in order to do that, Mob 
basically release his own spirit to go inside inside the little girl's body so him and Keiji can you know battle it out real shonen anime style but while he was in there again his gullibleness got the best of him and Keiji was able to trap him in there and for six months in inside the dream world it was only like maybe a couple minutes in the real the real world but inside the mind of mob it was six months and i mean jason cagey took away everything that mob had he had in the real world he took away his friend and mentor in reagan he took away his his, his little brothers you know the relationship he had with ritsu took away you know dimples guidance he took away all the things that mob had in the current life in his current life and just made his life completely and utterly miserable i mean talking about being bullied every day uh to the point either he was going to commit suicide or commit genocide there was no in between he was at that point but even after all of that even after you know dimple came and broke him out of that at the end of the day mob really showed just the utmost gratitude for what he did have i mean he became more grateful and appreciative for what he has in the real world and that spoke volumes to me because i mean in in the world like ours right now that's getting darker and more chaotic by the minute is just really important that we take the time to cherish what we have while we have it and i'm not talking about things i'm talking about just the the people around us and even even the opportunities that present themselves um you know just having fresh water to drink right a roof over your head working ac i mean i live in florida so working ac is a very 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 important thing and it's a blessing and again just being able to have just just be thankful for what you have even if it doesn't seem like it's a lot right because in in a world or in a culture where it's just so go 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 more and more and more we lose sight of the things that we that we've prayed about the things that we've asked for the things that we worked hard for and once we get it, we lose sight of, you know, just of, of, appreciate it, of appreciating it. Because as soon as we get it, we're looking for the next big thing or the next thing after that or the next, you know, thrill or the next dopamine hit. And I mean, I'm I'm I've been guilty of it. Again, I'm getting better with it. Still struggle sometimes with the whole shiny object syndrome. But. It's just against all this whole thing is about just taking it step by step, little, little by little, and just really just taking a moment to stop, you know, breathe and just take stock of what you have and just be just be thankful. Just be thankful and grateful. And just I really want you guys to get that really, really, really do just to because you can only appreciate people while they're here you don't we don't want to recognize the value that they had in your life after they're gone because at that point it's too late right the only thing you're left with are, are memories so while they're still here while you still have the opportunity to you know physically talk to them just be around them as much as you can and just and just enjoy each other's company let's, let's enjoy each other more right and again, again, this message is for me just as much as, as it is for you guys. And just be more intentional with the people around you and be more appreciative of the things and opportunities that you have. And in mom's case, 
just really shows his, again, it highlights his ability to appreciate the positives in life. And honestly, it demonstrates his, his own growth because he's able to recognize the value of cherishing what he has rather than focusing solely on the hardships. All right. And the reason I say solely is because, again, hardships are going to come. We're going to we're going to focus on them because nobody likes pain. Nobody likes being uncomfortable. But it's it's not that's not the end of the world. Right. It's not the end of the day. We have so much more to look forward to than than the dark season that we're going through now. And the last kind of growth point when go go over for mob is, is he understood basically you are more than what makes you special. And in mob's case, he strongly believes that having psychic powers doesn't make you all that special when it's the only thing that you have. And that's the key part. When when the only thing that you can identify with the only thing that you give stock to is what makes you special or what makes you, I guess, you know, different. If it's just one singular thing, if that's all you have, then you pretty much have nothing. Right. And again, I hear this joke all the time when it says somebody's personality is being six, two, and it's funny, but is it, this is essentially what this point is illustrating. If you, if you only have stock in being six foot two, and you have nothing else of, of value, nothing else you can say, you know, well, I've done this or I've done that. I, you know, I can do these other things as well. If you can't say that and the only thing you have is being six two, like, and <laughs> it's just, it, I don't know, you, see, you see where I'm going with this. It doesn't really click. It's not that appealing. It's just, just weird. Um, but for again, back back to Mob. So Mob had a low opinion of himself in the very beginning of the series due to him lacking in every other aspect of life. And when I say that, I literally he was not physically able to do anything at the very beginning of the series. Uh, he couldn't even run more. I'd say maybe half a mile before collapsing from exhaustion. Uh, he wasn't the best in school. I mean, he wasn't dumb but he was towards the bottom of the class like he wasn't and he just wasn't really good at anything else besides his psychic powers and even then he didn't want to use them in his everyday life because he didn't want to be defined by just having psychic powers and 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 in very contrast his brother ritsu excelled at pretty much everything else that mob didn't I mean, Ritsu was, was a good athlete. He was a you know, uh, star student. You know, he was on the student council, things like that. And Mob commended his brother on all of his achievements because, again, Ritsu has everything that Mob lacks. It, but even even in the midst of Mob devaluing himself in the face, you know, when comparing himself to his brother Ritsu. Mob's able to recognize that, you know, personality, character, and other qualities hold significant as well, as well as your own, you know, special ability, as your own gifts and talents that God's blessed you with, right? It's the combination of everything else that truly makes you special, not just the gifts and talents that God gave you. Because, you know, I don't know if you realize this. Your gift of or your talent of drawing or you know being athletic, you know being able to sing, whatever it is, 
you're not the only one with that gift, right? Like, you're not. I mean, God's given that gift to plenty of other people before, and he's going to give it to plenty of other people after it, after us. And but what truly makes you special, because, again, that's not the gift. The gift itself isn't special by itself. But what truly makes you special is you and everything that encompasses you. Again, your personality, your character, your, you know, your gifts, your talents, your flaws, your shortcomings, your blessings, all these things. Your life is what makes you special because there's only ever going to be one you. Right. There's going to be plenty of other singers, plenty of, our, of other artists, plenty of other athletes. But there's only ever going to be one you. There's only ever going to be one me. And that is what makes us special. Not the talents that we have, not the gifts that we've been blessed with, but encompassing everything is what makes us special. So, again, I just want you to, to really kind of drill that in. Because, again, since everyone in the world is special in their own way, that kind of means that no one is special, right? <laughs> if you're just looking at it from the specific lens of, you know, everyone has a special talent, so nobody's really special. But we all are. We're all very unique. And that's okay. I mean, really, it's okay. Just don't let your gift make or break you. And... Just to really take the time to get to know yourself more, get to know yourself more deeply and more intimately than even even what you think now. So in summary, you know, mob's recognition of joys in in challenging situations it helps reflect his own growth in finding gratitude and cherishing what he has. And is also and is also his understanding of what personal worth is. Basically, it goes beyond just your gifts, your special abilities and highlights his his sense of self-awareness because he values character and individuality and personality above just his psychic powers. And honestly, these are things that I think we should all strive to look for in ourselves and to help to help us grow and to be more well-rounded people. So, again, I want thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. I pray that you got what you needed out of it, and hopefully you learned something new about yourself. And if you like what you heard today and want to take a deeper look in today's episode, then head on over to theotakuliberation.net, where you'll find a blog article that covers today's episode in a little more detail. And come back next week as we're looking at basically a sibling rivalry gone wrong, where we'll be looking at Ma's little brother Ritsu and how striving for someone's someone else's gift leaves you blind to your own and before you go always remember you are the main character of your story and that story doesn't end until he says so all right be blessed